Gentiles. Through Jesus Christ. So God blessed Abraham and God kept the word. Okay? So, but for us who know Christ, who have accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior, part of the package of salvation is this. The moment you accept Jesus Christ, there is a transfer of deed. The blessing God gave to Abraham automatically transfers to you. This is what the scripture is saying. When I go into that detail, I will talk about promise. The power of promising law. Especially when somebody promises another person. Alright? What is the implication in law? Now, when that promise now is fulfilled, what is the implication? I promise to give you my watch. Alright? I will look at the, the implication of that. But then, I said, I promise to give you my word. Take it. And you took it. That promise now is transferred. So, the ownership has changed hands. So, from the day that you receive it from me, that which I promise you, you have the title deed over it. You have the power and the right over it. It's no more mine. The moment I give it to you. You will say, promise, you will say, it's mine. So, this scripture helps us understand that the reason why Jesus redeemed us is to cancel all the laws and the consequence of law, which is the dispensation of Moses, and take us back to the time of Abraham, so that as you enter through Jesus Christ, the very God who spoke to Abraham is speaking to you. And what he says to Abraham becomes yours. Now, it's no more Abraham's. It is now your own blessing. This is the scripture. Now, I will show you some things. You know, when, when, sometimes when I talk with you, or when I take you to dangerous spots in the world, you know, you cannot, you cannot, let me tell you, if you're investigating, what gives me the boldness I have? It's just a simple knowledge of the word of God. I cannot believe that the Bible is not true. I would rather prove it by taking action according to what is written. And all the time I've taken you out to dangerous places. We have come out on hot. Really, we have come out gallant and victorious over the powers of hell. Not because we fasted, not because we prayed, but because the Bible says so. And we have no fear. Look at what it says. He redeemed us in order that the blessing of Abraham might come to the Gentile, transfer to the Gentile. Through who? Jesus. But now, so that by faith we might receive the promise of the Spirit. So it means that in the promise of Abraham is the Spirit. Abraham was not baptized the Holy Spirit. Because the time for that has not come upon the face of the earth. However, in the promise is the Spirit. Because it says, so that the, by faith we might receive the promise, which is the seal of that thy spirit, which is the seal of the promise. Now, let me help you know the promise then. Let's go to the book of Genesis chapter 12. We look at the promise. Follow me, brief tonight. But deep, I tell you. What does the promise say? Genesis chapter, chapter, chapter 12 verse 1. 
I love how this scripture is phrased. It says, the Lord has said to Abraham, leave what? Your country, your people, and your father's household, and go to the land. I will show you. Is that not talking about heaven to somebody? Is that not talking about heaven? God is so, will I call him ingenious? It will be, it will be, it will be short word. I don't know how to describe God. The ingenuity of God. In every scripture you see God. You see eternity. You see heaven. You see paradise. God already told him. To leave the land of Iraq. The land of oil is still in Iraq till today. That's everywhere Abraham came from. And then he said. Go to the place I will show you. And to you, New Testament Christian, where, where is the place that God will show you? It's paradise. <laughs> Hallelujah. But you know, God now said to him, for you, who I will show the place I'm taking you, which is to you is called Canaan eventually, but to us is, is paradise. Verse 2 says, I will make you into a great nation. Underline that. You know, what we are saying here is that all these promises I begin to read, okay, have been transferred to you. You didn't hear what I said. You have testimonies today, promotion, 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 promotion. You've been hearing this for months. <laughs> I was discussing with the minister today that in CFT we don't have issues because before plague came, four years, I was talking about the plague, punishment coming. So you in this church. And when we entered that year, I said, this year the plague will happen. This month. And I told you, because God spoke to me. He says, his protection will be over you. Is it not true? He's been over us, global. Global. Not only that. He said, famine will come. He said, but in the midst of it, that is where you will reach the top. Do you remember? He said, he will perforate the top and take you there. You are hearing it happening. Do you know why? Because this governor says, I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you. He didn't say, I will curse you. He says, I, God said, I will bless you. If we don't have any other evidence in the Bible and somebody that God has blessed, can you tell me that the word of curse from any mouth can be more potent than the blessings of God. It's not, it is not it's rational. It's not rational. It's impossible. God bless me. Satan curse me. Who, which one will happen? Who created the mouth and gave it to the devil who is cursing me? It's the God who blessed me. Really, if we say, let the words of the two of them contend. Can the word of Satan stand before the Almighty? Can the word of a witch doctor stand when the word of God is standing before you? Who is that person to die it? He will swallow up. I don't understand why some Christians will be going for this seminar breaking curses. I don't know who sent you. Maybe I know he's the devil. It does not exist. This scripture tells me, God said, I will bless you. Not only that, he says, I will make your name great. <laughs> Tell somebody my name is great. 
Do you know the great name he made you? A child of God. It's not the name you bear. He made you the greatest name. That angels see you and they bow. The very deemed of the Lord. He says, I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. One, I will make you a great nation. Two, I will bless your Christ with tabernacle. Three, I will make your name great. Four, and you will be a blessing. I love what that sister, it tells me the sister was saying when she was talking about her days of little beginning. Many of you don't understand because we are born in butter and bread is your house. <laughs> If you do this, you get bread. And you do that, you get butter. You put it together, you eat. It's only in the midst of Sainsbury's. You, you have Sainsbury, you have Waitrose, you have all that thing. You don't know any other thing. You don't know what the market is. You don't know what a, a butcher left for market. You don't, you don't understand what all those markets that we are talking about. With all your, all your shiny shoes, that you go there, you come out with all your legs becoming something else. You don't know about that. You don't know when they say somebody say hawker. You don't have hawkers in England. A boy will have to, to be sent out to go and carry uh, some, some stuff and sell along the pathway, you know, motorway. And that boy became a rich man. You know what I'm saying? A family in Africa who nobody was educated and somebody was taken by Jesus and then he was educated and then he became a multi-millionaire. That is God. When we talk about him, God, we understand what we're talking about. Sometime in the Western world, all the comfort that you have here did not make you understand who God is. That's why some, some people are asking. They'll be asking useless questions. Why, 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 why? Until they enter hell. Then they say, fire, fire. And that's the why. That is the why. That is the why. Why, why, why? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is <laughs> Hallelujah. So therefore, this is the blessing. Now look at the second phrase of the blessing. Shall we read this together? Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, let me tell you. That's why it is good for you to bless Christians. God will bless you for it. When you see a Christian in need and you take care of him, it doesn't matter which church he goes. And God will look at you and say, all right, I will make you a custodian of wealth. You bless a child of God, I will bless those who bless you. You know, one of the sisters was giving testimony that when she had this um, interview to go, and she recognized that she, she needs a peer to help. And she found one of the deacons in the house, Deacon Adi, called him, oh, yes, this is how you do this. And then she went and developed that, taking it beyond what she was told. And the chief executive saw it and said, wow, wow. Every day you wake up, look for someone you can impart. I was talking to a minister today. I told him that, look, when I wake up every day and I pray, I pray for all members of CFT Global. I said to you that if you don't pray for me, one day, if you forget Apostle Williams, you are a debtor. <laughs> Add that to English dictionary. 
All right, then now. So I bless you. Now, if I bless you because God has blessed you, then I will be blessed too. Because he says, whoever blesses you shall be blessed. That's why there is nothing anyone can do. Curse is not in this mouth. When Jesus saved me, he killed the old one, and a new man emerged from him, and that is Alfred Williams. So what is not in him is not in me. Curse is not in this mouth. Look at what he says here. I will curse those who curse you. So those of you who some spiritual father curse you, don't you understand? They are the one curse. Which spiritual father? They are devil father. Demon father. Any minister who has cursed a member on his pulpit is of the devil. Let it be hard or not. I speak it from the heavenlies. The signs of devil, evil spirits. I don't care what you believe in them. You must believe in the Lord, not in them. God said, whoever curses are because so also, if you are under a man of God or a woman of God, and that woman of God curses you, God will curse that person too. Don't you understand? That's why I look at the life of those who curse people. They are always miserable. No peace at home, no peace in the day, no peace in the night. Miserable. More miserable than Satan. Why? They broke eternal order and the anger of God is against them. If you say someone hurt you and you curse them, what about what you did against God? Did he curse you? So then, it cannot be by the Holy Spirit. Because whoever curses a Christian, a Christian should not revoke it. Well, you know, some people say that, not me, not me. It means you attach importance to that stupid word. Someone is a fool and he spoke a foolish word. He said, no, 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 not me, not me. I revoke it. Revoke what? You should revoke something that has credence. There is no revocation for a meaningless word. Because the word is meaningless. But if the, if the word has potency, then maybe you can declare revocation for it. It is like somebody saying that he revoke, um, you know, my decision in my house. If I take this in my house, I say it will affect Great Britain. How can it affect Great Britain? <laughs> the people who make law over Britain. I can say that. I do not permit anyone to pass through the front of my house. Don't drive through the front of my house. And you say, I revoke it. I revoke it in the name of Jesus. You want to drive in front of my house? Yeah, I revoke that word. That word, as I'm saying it in my mouth, it did not pass before. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because the government road that passed my house, my law does not, uh, it doesn't get a water here. It's like somebody who cursed you. The moment he said it out, if God have mercy on him, God will not retaliate. Then he put himself in the fire line of God. Whoever curses you will be cursed. So if God says that whoever curses you will be cursed, how can the principle of another man coming to say he's breaking curses over my life? Or he's praying for me to be delivered from curse? He's more useless. It's either I'm a born again and I cannot be cursed, or I am not born again and I carry curse. And if anybody is not born again and he carry curse, the only thing that he can do for curse to be powerless is to get himself into the blood and accept Jesus. I mean, several people who said that they are cursed. I said, you are not cursed. Come on. You have been lied to deceive by the devil. 
Give your life to Jesus Christ and walk in his word. It depends on where you are working. Excuse me. If anybody curses a person, this is what happened in the spiritual. They assign a demon to their word. Somebody curses somebody, a demon is assigned to it. The same thing, when someone blesses another man, an angel is assigned to make the word happen. Praise you, the holy angels of God, who obey the details of the Lord. So, if somebody sent a curse to a Christian, and the demons are following you to bring the curse to pass, and the Christian just woke up in the morning and said, Bless the Lord. Oh my, and then heaven opened. What do you think will happen? I'm, not, I'm sure that the spirits that was assigned to follow you will take on their heels. They will say, we didn't know that you are the person. You didn't know it was you. They will take on their heels because they do, with your praise you open the gates of heaven and the glory of the Father will come upon you. So that's why it will be strange and absurd for a Christian to believe such a lie. That's what God tells me. God will bless those who bless you, and the secrets you will cause. And all the people of the earth will be blessed through you. Ha ha. And it happened through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We are talking about the redemption work of God, of Christ. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law. So, therefore, no man can curse a Christian. Write that down. Because God said, whoever curses you, I will curse. He didn't say, will be cursed. He said, I, God, will curse him. Now, look at the book of Proverbs, the principle of how curse works. That's not to the believers, but to the unbelievers. It says, Proverbs 26, 2, like a fluttering sparrow or a darting swallow, an undeserved curse does not come to rest. So when a curse is sent, it's looking for a resting place. But when it comes to a Christian, the blood will stand and it will run back to the apostle sent him. You can read the Bible and look at the case of Laban. Laban was the father of Rachel. And when Jacob married Rachel and they were going away, Laban, Rachel took the God of the Father, stole the God of the Father. So the Father was an idol and idol worshiper. And the Father was so angry. So he was angry, fuming, and with rage. And verse 24 said this in chapter 31 of Genesis. Then God came to Laban, uh, the Aramean, in a dream at night and said to him, be careful not to say anything to Jacob, either good or bad. Which doctor does not have your blessing in his mouth? A which doctor cannot bless you, neither can he curse you. Because God told them, don't say anything to Christians, either good or bad. If you love yourself, shut your mouth. You know, if God, because of one man, came to the earth, to appear to a man who is intending to curse that person because of Abraham. That man is in the land of Abraham. The blessing of Abraham is Jacob's. And the blessing of Abraham is yours. Now, do you think God will not do that about you? 
Let them go and use my name to divinate. That's why in Jebuland, when I was preaching, I first introduced myself and told them my full names. Because they say that if they know your real name, they can divinate. I want to see this shrine. They will take my name. If that shrine remains, if it didn't catch fire, it means that God wants to save the man who is there. I told them my food, they were Fred Theophilus, Babatunde, Uluwashe, Gonta, Williams. You didn't get what I said? That's my name, Kilimanjaro. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, when we, were, when we were young, they would be singing something, something, Kilimanjaro. Say the longest name in the world, Kilimanjaro. They didn't know my name, that's why they say Kilimanjaro. Because if you mention my name in the water under the sea, somebody will answer, he took my place. Same thing with you. Mention your name on the mountain, on the barren heights. Let the conference of Satan gather and they mention your name. Instantly he will appear. Because he took your place. He took your place. I'm very brief tonight. We soon land. So, in that scripture, I read to you, the Levan, God told him, don't say nonsense. Don't say sense or nonsense to that man. Now, if you look at verse 29, when Laban met Jacob, he says, I have the power to harm you. Lie. <laughs> you don't understand what I just said. I spoke in tongues. Is Yoruba, they call it. You know, in Nigeria, where I hail from, there are two types of rats. You don't have the second rat here. You have one type of rat in England. And really, I was told that somebody well, many years ago went to Lagos and brought the rat here, and the whole rat filled the United Kingdom. That's what I was told. That's what this was said. As one rat, they call it mice. The mouth is long. Are you with me? Then the rat that you have here, that you are saying, rat, 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 it does not rat nothing. The guy is just jumping about the place. <laughs> Where well, my kids were, were small. I said, which rat? We use our hand to kill this one. Just hold him by the neck, he's dead. All right? But the mice or mouse, you cannot touch the hair because the venom on his teeth is more poisonous than viper. All right? If you catch it and the teeth, of course, it will bite. That person, the heart will stop pumping blood and drop with seconds, the person will be dead. So is the scripture says, touch not God's anointed and make God's anointed. Are you with me now? So that scripture is so, so clear. He says, I have the power to harm, which is life. But last night, the God of your father said to me, Satan will hear God because of you. He will hear God because of you. There is nowhere the voice of God can In hell, they hear his voice. He says, the God of your father, who is your father? Abraham. Abraham's blessings were, are mine. He says, the God of your father, 
said to me, be careful not to say anything to Jacob, either good or bad. Our blessing is not in the mouth of the devil. Neither is our curse. Anything we do, we can do. Satan can have headache. Occulted people can have bellyache. But he can't do anything against us. They cannot touch us. Let me tell you this. If they died, they would not be the one to tell the story. Now, the last scenario I want you to look at is the case of Balaam and Israel. Numbers 22. Like something, I won't read the whole story because Numbers 22 is 22 to 23 is where it's from 22 to 24. It's a very long story. But I read from verse 2. Now Balak, son of Zippor, saw all that Israel had done to the Amorites. And Moab was terrified because there were so many people. Indeed, Moab was filled with dread because of the Israelites. You know, when I look at this, it tells you that God is blessing you and Satan is unhappy. Some people are just angry. Why is it only you God is blessing? Only you are doing this. Only you are doing that. And they have tried some, some of these, their stupid fetish ways and kill other people. I said, we would would teach you a lesson. They will learn the lesson that they have never known if they turn those stuff to you. So, Balaam was a, 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 a priest of Satan. But God gave him ability that Satan perverted. That's why he said that Balaam, whatever he says, does not fall to the ground. Satan doesn't give authority. He only used the authority God created in man and perverted. So therefore, when, when Moab, Balak, king, saw the victory of Israel, the fame of Israel, his heart melted. It's like God is blessing you. Others saw your blessing. They saw your victory. They saw how God is helping you. And they are angry. There's nothing they can do than to be angry. They can't pull a, 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 a little hair out of your body. You need to know this. You need to know this. So, the woman said to, to the elders of Midian, the horse of, is coming. The horn is going to lick us up everything around us. As an ox licks up the grass. Verse 4 I just read. So, Balak, son of Zippor, Zippor, who was king of Moab at that time, sent messengers to summon Balaam, the witch doctor, son of Boa, who was at Petor, near the river, in his native land. Balak said, A people have come to come out of Egypt. They covered the face of the land and have settled next to me. Now come, verse 6, and put a curse on these people because they are too powerful for me perhaps then i will be able to defeat them and drive them out of the country for i know that whoever you bless are blessed and whoever you curse are cursed you see how powerful that man's curse is he says now the elders of moab and midian left taking with them the fee of divination. That tells you that is a, is a, is a certain messenger of Satan. 
When they came to Balaam, they told him what Balak has said. So, let's jump to 23 verse 5. So then, this Balaam now came. I said, okay, let me go and curse them. I'm sure of my own curse. My curse is, it works like thunder. Let's go. If you read through, when you get home, you will see how God opposed him. How his donkey was going to kill him. His donkey had to prophesy. Because of a child of God, God can do anything. <laughs> Hallelujah. Your father in heaven, when a devil decides to surround your house, it is time for him to flex his muscle. Hallelujah. If someone is not happy with your promotion, is not happy with uh, what God is doing for you, and he decides to begin to put up circle, he's a good candidate of wonder. Are you with me now? Did the Bible not say to you, the Lord said to my Lord, sit down at my right hand, and I will make all your enemies the footstool of thy feet. The people who are above you, who have decided to victimize you, they will become your footstool that you will walk over them. They are back. That's what the Bible says. You only need to be a righteous man. I will get to that. Many of you don't know what you carry. Your title is the son of the living God. <laughs> Hallelujah. It says... But, but verse 7, but Balaam uttered his oracle. No, no, verse 5 or 23. So he said, he goes to, 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 he said, come and curse them. So he went to curse them. Now verse 5 of chapter 23 says, then the Lord put a message in his mouth. And said, go back to Balak and give him this message. God will change the message in the mouth of your enemy. Whatever the devil intends against you, when he will speak it out, he will be saying what God says, not what he wants to say. That's what God is doing. An angel changed the tip of his mouth. He thought he was cursing, but he was pronouncing destiny. He thought he was cursing. He was pronouncing destiny. He had to read all the tape of God and say it finished before he asked himself, what did I just say? Was I not to curse these people? But why am I blessing them? That is your story. But seven said, Then Bela muttered this oracle. Bela brought me from Haram, the king of Moab, from the eastern mountain. Come, say, he said. Curse Jacob. Ah, curse Alfred. Uh, curse. What's your name? What's your name there? Come and denounce Williams. Denounce Israel. Can we read verse together? How can I? Uh-huh. How can I? Did you see that? Even if I want to, I could not. That is mean of how can I? I want to, but I could not. Remember Levan now. God said, told him that you don't even say a word in your mouth. You are a dead man. He says, how can I? He is looking at Israel. He has collected fear of divination. He had done the sacrifice to the devil. Then he came to curse Israel. The moment he opened his mouth, how can I curse those who God has not cursed? How can I denounce whom the Lord has not denounced? From a rocky peak I see them. From the heights I view Alfred. I see a people who live apart and do not consider themselves as one of the nations. Who can count the dust of Alfred? 
Is your name there? Or number the fourth part. You remember the fourth part that showed up in the fire? That fourth part that showed up in the fire. What is his name? I told you, when you are cast, he shows up. He shows up. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. A number the fourth part of his name. Let me die the death of the righteous. Your enemy will wish to die the way, the way you are going to die. And may and my end be like this. Balak said to Balaam, what have you done to me? I brought you to curse my enemies. But you have what? Done nothing. But what? Bless Your enemies will bless you. I say your enemies will bless you. You are destined to be blessed by your enemy. Your enemy cannot keep his mouth. But bless you. He answered, verse 12, Must I not speak what the Lord puts in my mouth? God controls the mouth of every demon when it comes to a child of God. He will control their mouth. He gave them that mouth to speak. That's why he says, No weapon forged against you will prosper. Every tongue that rises against you in judgment shall be condemned. Somebody says to me, But I am feeling like a cursed person because you have been brainwashed by Satan to believe a lie. As a man thinks God in him, so he is. When I enter shrine of Satan, in, 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 uh, I did that in America, I did that in Africa, I did that in India. People were saying that, oh, you have a special grace. What about you? Don't you have special grace? Come and answer me. Do you have special grace? I can't hear you. I can't hear you. How many people here? Your name is Grace. Wave your, wave your hand to me. Your name is Grace. Wave your hand to me. That's what you are. Grace of God. That's what you are. Oh, they said, Apostle, you have special grace. The grace is that I am a born again. I cannot believe that what the Bible says cannot hurt me, can hurt me. I cannot believe that there is a spirit God created, that he gave them authority over his children. It's impossible. The children are the heirs of God. The angels are servants of God. There is distinction between them. They are the, we are the one who enjoy the angels. Listen to me. If you have been formed lies, it will manipulate your brain and you behave like that. Then Vasari says, then Balak said to me, come with me to another place where you can see them. You will see only a part, but not all of them. And from there, curse them for me. So, he took him to a field, to the field of Zophim, at the top of, of, of Pisgah. And there he built seven altars and offered a bull and, and ram uh, on each altar. <laughs> Can you imagine? Ram they should eat in their house. They are killing it for nothing. Balaam said to Balak, stay here beside your offering. Your enemy will be pinned down by his offering. You are the one who made the offering. You stay with it. And then he said, I, while I meet with him over there. Look at what happened in verse 16. I want us to read verse 16 together. What did he say? Say it again. Say it again. And... Oh my God. I wish you understand. 
So if it is impossible at that time, how can you believe it's possible now for someone to curse him? Even when they are pronouncing curse and you are hearing curse, what heaven is hearing is blessing. And I will show you. I will show you. I will show you. If all the goats in the forest, they conspire, and they decided to change their diet from grass, and they voted that our diet from today will be meat. We are no more eating grass God gave us. We want to eat meat, beef. Is it beef you call it? Or meat? <laughs> My wife will help me in this. The fresh one is called beef. beef. Meat. Yes, it's meat. My wife is always right. So, and all the goats decided that God gave us grass. We have fed up of grass. We want to be eating meat now. And then they now said, the first meat we will attack is a lion. Because he's the king of the forest. It will be a very delicious meat. He has been eating meat all this time. And they all came. And they're going, boom, boom. Come towards the lion. And the lion is so hungry. And he was praying to God, give me a gazelle. Give me a gazelle. And then he started hearing in the ticket, boom, boom. And when he looked up, he saw thousands of goats coming. What will he do? He will duck. And he began to learn this. The moment, the first one that got to his striking distance, when he died, the rest goat will what? They will flee. <laughs> because that one, he will not be able to even cry for help. So are you. Let them go to the barren heights. Let them go to mommy water. Let them go to water mommy. You know all these rubbish they talk. <laughs> Ah, they are taking your matter under the river. And so what? Who created the river? Oh, it is in the ocean they took your matter to. Who created the ocean? We are, we are on earth. Our God is not. He is everywhere. He is everywhere. Everywhere. He's everywhere. 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 He said God double-crossing. God will double-cross your enemies. He will change the tape of their mouth. When they decide to cross you, when they open their mouth, it's blessing they will be praying, they will be speaking. Then he says, verse 18, then he uttered this oracle. Arise, Balak, that is your enemy. And listen, hear me, son of Zippor. God is not a man that what? He should lie. Say it again. God is not a man that what? He should lie. Say it again. God is not a man that he should lie. Not a son of man that he will change his mind. Does he speak and then not ask? Remember Abraham's blessing? Does he promise and then not fulfill? What is he saying? I have received a command to bless. I have received a command to bless. Satan has received command to bless you. Demons have received command to bless you. Every wicked man, it is the command they have received. But not just anointed, the Bible says. Why are you afraid of them? Why are you afraid of them? And despise the one who redeemed you. I have received the command of bless. He has blessed, I cannot change it. So, curses is to negate blessing. But when God blesses a man, 
If your father bless you, maybe they can, they can negate it. But when God blesses a man, woe betide the person who wants to try it. I cannot. Your enemy received command to bless you, so why are you afraid? Then he went on and said, this is what God said. No misfortune is found in our friend. No misery observed in Williams. The Lord is God, he is with him, and the shout of the king is among him. No misfortune is found in Christ with tabernacle. Come on now. No misery observed. If anybody says it's impossible, when you come to this house, it is possible. I say it is possible. All things are possible. Right before the Lord in this place, all things are possible. He transformed life. God, transform life, heal the sick, raise the dead, restore hopelessness. Why are you afraid? Liar's life. You may have an issue, it's no misfortune. I will show you something that will blow your mind at the end now. Just in the next five minutes, I will stop this one now. Who we'll pause. He says, the Lord your God is grace with them. The shout of king is among them. Who is the king? Is Jesus. Who is the king? Is Jesus. Even Balaam saw Jesus among them. He saw Jesus. He mentioned the fourth part now. He says there's a king in the midst of those guys. There's a king there. He rules over heaven and earth. He says there is no sorcery against Jacob. No divination against Israel. He will now be said. This is verse 23. It will now, formerly, there was divination. But it shall now be said. What is the difference between the formal and now? Somebody has been washed by the blood of the Lamb. Now it is said about you. I say, now it is said. In the past, maybe, heaven can do mess up. But now, but now, but now, the, the blood of Jesus speaks on your behalf, man. You may have tribulation in this world. Let me tell you, your, your day of joy is coming. There is a night of sorrow, but the day of joy will always come. There is no night without a day following. Don't let anyone deceive you that Satan is stealing. Satan can do whatever nonsense. It is what God permitted him because God will come. He will come in his power to flex his muscle. The Lord told me one day, the Lord Jesus in one of my encounters with him, he said to me, why do you worry about what you cannot see when you have the unseen God who sees all things? I have no worry. What I cannot see, the one who is behind me sees it. So he will handle the unseen. And he said to me, concentrate on what you can see. That's why, you know, with Apostle Williams, I don't say maybe, 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 maybe what? There is no me and me together, No. What I see is what I believe. What I don't see, I don't care. I don't care. The son of the king, no sorcery, no divination. It will not be said. It will ask you, see what God has done. This is what gave me the boldness. This is what gave me the boldness to enter Casadiga in America, to go to Jebuland, to command an evil bird from the sky. Life out of him, and he fell down dead. A bird that was sent to kill me. You, you, you see it in the internet. Google Apostle Williams and the evil bird. It will show, show up. You will see. How the word of God is potent only in the mouth of he who believes. He's believed. He's believed. All right, the devil said to humanity is to make you unbelieve God. I will not fall a victim of unbelief. What about you? I cannot hear you. 
I cannot hear you. Whose report shall we believe? You heard that woman said. I remembered when I said that statement. Because the Lord told me. Put your hands on your head. When I was leading you a few days ago, I put my hand there and he said, Pressure that person, having pressure, you are healing the name of Jesus. And she was putting her hand on her head first. You know, believing God. So the God she connected with now told me to do that. And when I did that, it was gone. It was gone. It was gone. There is power in the name of Jesus Christ, I tell you. There is power in the written word of God, I tell you. Believe in the word and you shall leave. You shall leave. You know what ended Balak's request? That is why we end the request of all enemies over you. Let's stand upon our feet. Read verse 25 together, shall we? Read it again. Uh-huh. Read it again. Those who, seek, those who seek after your life, they will resign. Let me tell you this. People who the devil has used to be obstacle against you, they will withdraw. When God began to deal with his, his Egypt, they said, let us go back. For their God is fighting for them. As you are going to the month of transformation, I say, your God will fight your battle. I say, Jehovah will fight your battle. I say, Jehovah, who does not lose battle, will fight your battle. It does not matter who battles against you. What matters is who is fighting on your behalf. I say, the host of heaven will fight on your behalf. I say, the angels of God will fight on your behalf. I say, the blood of Jesus will fight on your behalf. Your enemy will give up. Your enemies will give up. Your enemies will give up. Do you know why a Christian cannot be cursed? The Lord told me, God cannot afford his children to be cursed. God cannot afford to see his children cursed by a lesser being. What scripture tells you that? Deuteronomy 25 verse 5. Shall we read it together? Deuteronomy 23, sorry, verse 5. 23 verse 5. Yes. Shall we read it together? However, How many of you here, God loves you, wave your hands. God loves you, wave your hands. So God cannot listen to the wish of your enemy. I say God will not listen to the wish of your enemy. Because God loves you, every wish of the devil against you, every wish of demons and people against you, God turn it to blessing. I say Jehovah turns the curses to blessing. He, he turns your bad wishes to blessing. He speaks healing against affliction. He heals your bones. He heals your kidney. He heals your liver. He heals your bladder. He heals your genital. He heals all parts of your body. He brings all your healing. 
He removes the snakes from your body. He breaks the power of Satan, the dominion of darkness. He blesses your memory. He blesses your womb. He blesses your body. He blesses your soul. Because God will not forbid. God cannot permit for his children to be cursed. Let me now tell you, the love of God is so deep. I saw this for the first time in this scripture. This which I want to read to you now. You see, the love of God is so deep. And when I was preparing, the Lord took me to this. We have read it, but I did, it didn't catch my attention. It came to me as Rema today. Look at God's philosophy of love. Job chapter 36, verse 7. It says, God does not take his eyes away of the righteous. You are righteous by the blood of Jesus, not by works of man. Every born again is righteous before God. So God cannot take his eyes away from you. If we could be righteous, Jesus would not have needed to die. But because we are fallible, this body is going to the grave there. Take Jesus out of this body, everybody is wicked. Everybody is wicked. Can you recognize what Russia is doing now? How can a human being think it? You can't. If you think too much, you have headache. The heart, what is the rationale in somebody going to another person? A big boy going to a, creep, a, a boy that is creeping says, I run over you. And unfortunately, that terrible boy was lifted up by God and he resisted this to life. And it's a mystery. You can understand. It's because there is no Jesus in that man. Lie, blunt lie, and and present that as the truth. No Jesus there. Let me tell you. God does not take his eyes away from you. It does not matter what you are going through. The next one says, He enthrones them with kings. You will sit with kings. And exalt them forever. God will exalt you forever. Look at verse 8. It says, But if men are bound in chains, held fast by thoughts of affliction, that they now derail, and they are bound, and they are held bound by affliction, what does God do? You know, there are some children of God, no matter what to tell them, they will be doing their own. It's happening this Bible, this Bible, this Bible, day. It's because Satan is psyching them so that he can punch their nose and forag them, give them dirty bits before their senses will come. Look at John said it here. So, but if men are born in chains, held fast by cause of affliction, look at what God does. Verse 9. He tells them what they have done. So a Christian cannot be bound in chain or bound by afflictions without contravention. Are you with me now? You have an issue, pray, 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 pray become incantation and ask Stop praying, ask God, please, what have I done wrong? Sincerely go before him and tell him. He will reveal to you. He says here. He tells them what they have done wrong. That they have seen arrogancy. Then, number 10. 
he made them listen to collection. So those people among us who contravene God and you suffer for the contravention, it is God who makes you repent. You know, he said, Lord, I'm sorry. It's God is behind it. It's God behind it. When they are bad with chains and cause of affliction, he tells them what they have done wrong. That they may say they have sinned against him. Arrogant. He makes them listen to correction and commands them to repent. He commands them to repent what? Of their evil. I love 11. Shall we read 11 together? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Read that verse again. Come on now. Bow your heads. Is there anybody under my voice that you are suffering affliction or you are under the chains of the enemy? Reflect your mind back to where you have this. And tell the Lord I'm sorry. Somebody who has been committed to God before, but you are not playing games with God. And now you are in the claws of the enemy. Break the chain by repentance. Break the chain. Break the chain. Says if they obey and serve him, make up your mind to return back to the cross. And serve God with all with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul. Make up your mind, you will not listen to the voice of singer anymore. You will follow the path, the set way of the Lord. And then you will spend the rest of your days in prosperity. Your fortune shall be restored like water course of Nekir. There are years in contentment. The Lord will satisfy your soul. The Lord will satisfy your soul. The Lord will satisfy your soul. Father, Lord, I pray for everyone under my voice all over the world. Lord, to those who are falling away, restore in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Every chain of the devil, be broken in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Affliction of hell, die in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let the love of God be extended to everybody. Oh, Father. As we go into the new month, is the month of transformation. It is written. And we, who with unveiled faces reflect the glory of God, have been transformed into his likeness with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. But whenever anyone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is the Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, there is freedom. You enter into a new month in freedom, in liberty, 
He will work for you. The grace of heaven will rest upon you. The glory of God will surround you. It will make all things new for you. The days you have lost will catch up with you. The blessing that God has put in them shall be made manifest over you. Whether you turn to in this new one, you hear the voice behind you saying, This is the way. Whether you turn to, whether you are asleep or you are awake, you will hear the voice of the Lord Jesus saying, This is the way. Direction shall be given to you. Understanding shall be given to you. Clarity shall be given to you. Memory loss, you are healed in the name of Jesus. Memory loss, you are healed in the name of Jesus. Every memory loss, you are healed in the name of Jesus. Your desire will be for the Lord your God. So shall it be unto you. And so it is. In Jesus' anointed name. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Hold your hands together for the King of Heaven. Hold your hands together for the King of Heaven. Hallelujah forevermore. Hallelujah forevermore. There's somebody beside you. I am blessed forever. I cannot be cursed. Say it again, I cannot be cursed. I cannot be cursed. You know, when I was with the soldiers today, my heart was bubbling inside me. I feel like preaching for seven hours. But I will continue with you. We are going to take our offering now. Prepare your giving. I want to leave you in this season. Do you have an anthem? Oh, you have an anthem. All right. Sing your anthem. Then I will come and sing my own. All right, now. <laughs> I'm popped up in my spirit. I can see these ahead of Christ with Tabernacle. My ears will hear your good news. I can see it's coming. You are entering into it. Good news all over the place. Let us prepare for our giving today. The Bible says you bring a tithe and offering to the storehouse. This is overcomers night. And bow your head and pray concerning your giving. Thank you. The giver of bread to the sower, to, to the eater, and the giver of seed to the sower. We thank you for seed that we can sow for the harvest to come. And we thank you for provision of bread. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' anointed name. Let's be seated, please, as we enjoy the anthem of the choir. Amen. Amen. Uh, the song we're going to sing this evening is called Mighty Fortress. It basically just speaks about the power in the name of Jesus. I think it's right for this particular season that we're in. 
that we lift up the name of Jesus one more time. We could never do it enough. So I pray that each and every one of you is blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. To every home, to every heart, I will try, I will trust, to every soul, to every tribe. I will come, I will come, come, I will
Amen. I would rise up on our feet, please. And let's just thank God. We bless you, our God and King, for the privilege you have given to us. And Lord, I present before you, Holy God, and say this is the holy offering that is brought by your holy people. 
let your holy fire come down from heaven and consume these holy sacrifices. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord lift up his countenance to shine upon you. May the Lord give you rest. In Jesus' holy name. Please let me be seated. I expect Pastor Tyler to come and do the announcement. But can I welcome anyone, if you are visiting us for the first time, anybody, do you invite a friend with your hands to me? Anyone visiting us for the first time? You didn't invite anyone? Remember I told you that you must make sure every week you invite someone to the house of God. The Bible says how lovely on the mountain are the feet of him. Okay, there is someone over there. Put your hands together. Brother, please stand up. Let's welcome you. You are very You are Yes, you are very welcome, brother. Uh, we are very happy to have you. I'm sure you have been blessed. When you are going out on the reception, you can just stop over. There's a park for you, waiting for you there. God bless you. Please be seated. Thank you. You must make sure you go out and invite people. Friends, all your friends, you know, tell them about, especially this meeting. This is not Christ with Tabernacle meeting. This is a covenant meeting for the whole nations. So make sure you invite people. I'll be starting back in Nigeria this overcomers night. And you know in Nigeria, we don't hold it, we couldn't hold it in a church building. It is an open air crusade when I go to Nigeria, which will bring so many people. The reason why people come like that is because the people go out and tell others. If you have been blessed by God, which you are, say it. Be the woman of Samaritan who will go out and tell others, say what Jesus has said to me. And through you, many lives will come to the kingdom and be delivered, be blessed, and be established by God. And I want to believe God that next month for Overcomers Night, you will not come alone. He didn't say amen. God will lead you to somebody who needs salvation, somebody who needs healing, somebody who needs a touch from heaven, and they will not be disappointed. The Lord bless you. Pastor Tyler, please. Praise the Lord. Well, just to remind us very quickly that tomorrow evening we'll be having a prayer session at quarter to 11. Yes? Quarter to 11 tomorrow evening because of the 30th. Yes, I, sorry I didn't tell Pastor, I was going to tell him. That tomorrow we will do the prayers at 9. Because a number of ministers who join us and other believers across the globe have asked that if we do it at 9, it will be easier for a lot of people because when we pray at 11 on, on Friday, Sunday night into, into the morning, 
you know, they have, they go to church at 6 a.m. So anytime we have Saturday prayer, it will be 9 from tomorrow. God bless you all. Praise the Lord. Thoughts of the press. Yes? Thoughts of the press. Now, can I also remind us, um, it's been a few weeks since um, we met at Bethesda. So please don't forget, we're back. Bethesda, 8 a.m. on Sunday. Um, and, I mean, anyone excited? Well, looking forward to seeing everyone who would normally be at Bethesda um, at 8, well, actually, intercessory prayer start at 7 a.m. I'll be having a, 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 that's our, our the first early service. There's going to be a service here as usual at 10 a.m. at the cathedral starting at, um, and intercessory prayers at 9 a.m. Those who are joining us online, if you live within the greater London area, would like you to, and you'd like to be part of our live worship, please join us at that time. I'll also like to remind us as we prepare during the course, as we go into this new month, well, actually, don't forget, tomorrow when we wake up, or before you sleep tonight, wait until midnight. There's a special day tomorrow, isn't it? I'm going to whisper it. It's the 49th year. To, no, no, 39. Uh, wait. 39th marriage, but 49th year since. Apostle and Reverend Omer met. And, um, but tomorrow is their 39th wedding anniversary. Wow. I'm sure for them it was just like yesterday. I'm very, very certain it was like yesterday. Except, of course, there's evidence that it's not yesterday. Praise the Lord. So let's remember them and lift them up in prayer. I'd like to remind all leaders as well, we're meeting here at the cathedral. At what time? 12 noon. But please, 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 12 noon, we're starting promptly at 12 noon. Promptly at 12 noon. It does mean that we need to get here earlier. And I gather there will be teas and coffees and cakes and biscuits. Um, not full breakfast, because we expect you'll have breakfast at home before you come. But there will be something before we start. So please, let's make it here promptly tomorrow before noon. And the Lord bless you richly. I would like to invite Apostle back to close us. Amen. Well, I was telling my wife today that I, what was I doing that day, 39 years ago? And she told me I was going all over the whole place. I said, what were you doing? She said she was sitting down cool in her father's house. Ah, it didn't look like yesterday. Whatever the case may be, I'm still marrying my girl of night as well. Yeah. Don't play with that. She's growing older, but she's growing same. You know what that means? That girl didn't change. It's only the body that is trying to change. But we thank God for grace. We thank God for mercy. We thank God for his goodness. And we thank God for the story of our mouths. Yours will be good and better. Shall we rise up together, please?
Yeah, I think, lest I forget this, I was told that, uh, what's the name of my sister? Sister Jumoke gave birth to a baby boy today. And brother David Dumai with uh, sister Elfie gave birth to a baby girl. So it's one one. And tomorrow we'll be doing the naming ceremony of um, the other grandbaby. Begin Jason and Sister Maya. We moved it because of the the overcomers. They really moved it. They said because today is the naming ceremony, but they have to move it because of the overcomers. So we'll be going there. But leaders, can I say to you that tomorrow when you come, you sign in as you come. And I expect Elder Charles to set the tables. One for pastors, one for elders, and deacons, and deaconesses. So that as you come in, you sign. We will start 12 on the dot, and it will be, it will be in this auditorium. May the Lord strengthen and bless you. Set your hand before the Lord. Let me read the blessings of God upon you. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May God send you help from the sanctuary and grant you support from Zion. May God remember all your sacrifices and accept your burnt offerings. May the Lord grant you the good desires of your heart and make all your plans succeed. The one who rolled the stone away from the grave and sat on it, the one who called life to the corpse rotting for four days, and remove the barrier clothes from him. In your name I speak. Every stone be rolled away. Every barrier cloth be unwrapped. And everyone that is a victim become the victor. Those who are not able to be in this building today because they are ill, very ill, rise up from your bed and be sick no more. In Jesus' anointed name, we will all shout for joy when we are victorious and we lift up our banner in the name of our God. May the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, may he open a book of remembrance concerning you. And the God of better reveal himself to you, even as you go to the new month. In Jesus' anointed name we pray. There shall be shouts of blessing that will fall in your house. I'm just saying.
shall be unto you according to your confession. Please be seated and the ushers will lead you out. Dickiness calling. If you are here, please come and see a person. Yeah. Oh, I'm to you. 